It's October 13, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Bree Duros from Builders VC and she's here to tell us about an upcoming series called Pauhana in the Park. And then uh, next uh, we'll have uh, Mandi Jamshidi Kent who joins us to tell us about a um, a partnership between Native Hawaiian Hospitality and Travel to Change. So she'll tell us about that. And then uh, we'll finally have uh, Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator. And we'll catch up with all the things going on at Elemental. And, and she's going to tell us about Cohort 10, the Policy Lab, and the Earthshot Venture. Now, first off, I want to welcome Bree Duros from Builders VC, who's here to tell us about this Pauhana in the Park with a company called Pi Systems. Welcome to the show, Bree. Hi, Bert. Thank you so much for having me. So what is this Pauhana in the Park? I mean, you know, I I, I love the idea of, of Pauhana and uh, to hear about some of these uh, tech events actually taking place in the park. What's uh, What's the concept here? Yes, absolutely. Well, to start, Builders VC um, is an early-stage venture capital firm, and we back founders who are modernizing traditional and often underinvested markets. So Pi Systems, uh, who will be joining forces with us for this event series, uh, is one of Builders' uh, portfolio companies. Um, we are partnering with the CEO and founder of Pi Systems, Sunny Long, to bring a three-part event series and founders' workshop to the local tech ecosystem. Um, hosting it in the park is definitely uh, convenient during these COVID times, um, allows for better social distancing and a bigger audience. Um, and the three-part event actually kicked off yesterday, uh, again, at Kopiolani Park, to recur every Tuesday. So yesterday was our first event. We had a discussion on product market fit. The next two events uh, for next week, Tuesday, and the week after will focus on topics such as perfecting your pitch as well as early sales. So we're really focused on bringing resources from Silicon Valley to integrate with the local tech ecosystem here and pass on some of their some of their knowledge. Uh, yesterday was a great event, and we're looking forward to the, the next two. And so tell us a little bit about what Pi System does. Yeah, so Pi Systems, um, they have a product and mobile app called PiVat, which is the first 100% digital platform for VAT refunds. Um, so if you're familiar with traveling internationally, you've shopped at a retailer uh, who gives you a paper form to get some tax back, you'll then have to hold on to that paper form for the entirety of your trip, take it to the airport with you. Um, very manual, long process just in order to save some of, some of the tax on that purchase you made. Um, so PiVat simplifies that process by going 100% digital, and the retailer and the tourist uh, essentially upload and complete their forms via a mobile app. It takes about 10 minutes, and your refund uh, is deposited directly into your bank account within 24 hours. Oh, very good. So in in terms of the uh, the next two uh, Pauhan in the Parks, uh, what, what is going to be covered, and who would be the best recipients of, of uh, you know, this uh, attendance? Yeah, so the best recipients, I would say, are going to be any founders, uh, local to Hawaii, any startup employees that are interested in learning more, uh, certainly for the next event about the pitch process. Mm -hmm. So Sunny will be giving a presentation on how to perfect your pitch, um, and then the next event will be early sales. So how do you target uh, the, the best? 
customers for you? How do you identify those people and how is best to approach them? Um, so really great for founders, again, startup employees, not necessarily tech-related. Uh, you can have any kind of product. Um, Sunny just happens to be technology. Um, but, yeah, we had, a, we had a lot of great questions. Someone from a coffee shop came yesterday and got some great advice uh, on how to market to different demographics. Uh, so it's been pretty successful so far, and we're excited to bring it to some other founders. And uh, you were mentioning that Pi Systems is actually looking to hire some folks, so maybe there's a, an opportunity for people to uh, maybe get a pitch from from uh, uh, Pi to find out what the, what kind of jobs are available. Yes, absolutely. So we would definitely welcome any of the technical uh, talent here on island to come join us and meet these folks. Uh, though they're uh, they're headquartered in San Francisco, their current workforce is remote and sits all across the states, Europe, Japan, um, and they would love to get some local talent on their team. So they're hiring for a senior full-stack engineer, two senior mobile developers, as well as a product manager. Uh, you can view these positions and apply online at Pivot's career site at Pivot dot com slash careers and pivat is p i e v a t dot com. Great and and uh, with uh, respect to builders VC, I mean, how did how did Pi become a company as a uh, let's say a portfolio company of builders VC? Uh, well, we, uh, you know, were introduced to them through some of our investment partners, and we actually invested in their company out of our first fund. Uh, so that was would have been a few years ago. They're currently going for a Series A funding, um, which we will participate in as well. Um, but they fit our thesis of, you know, really modernizing a traditional marketplace. Uh, you know, the tax free process was built 30 years ago and current solutions are still manual. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, helping them kind of revolutionize the space and bring it up to date. Sounds good. So, so Bree, what's the uh, website that people can find out more about uh, Builders VC? Uh, well, you can uh, find more out about our company at builders.vc. You can review all of our portfolio companies there as well as learn more about our team-specific members, including founding partners and advisors. Uh, and for this event specifically, you can register via Eventbrite if you search Pahana in the Park. Very good. I'll put that up on our show notes. Mahalo, Bree, for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much. for. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks. And, of course, uh, next we'll welcome Mandi Jamshidi-Kent, and she's here to tell us about an impact studio with uh, Travel to Change and the Native Hawaiian Hospitality Association. Welcome to the show, Mandi. Aloha, Bert. Mahalo for having us back on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you know, it's been a while since I've I've seen you in person <laughs> anywhere. Well, that's because I, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I just go from you know like work to the studio or work to home. So uh, I'll I'll uh, have to just imagine that I'm seeing you here in the studio. So tell us, uh, Mandy, what is this? I know I've had you on before talking about uh, travel to change and and what's this partnership with the Native Hawaiian Hospitality Association? Well, Bert, we're really excited to be partnering with NAHA or the Native Hawaiian Hospitality Association because a lot of what we do, for those who don't remember or don't already know about Travel to Change, we connect Kama'aina with like-minded visitors to support positive impact. And we like to say that we're at the center of fun and impact. So as far as working with Native Hawaiian and Indigenous organizations, we Currently, support quite a few activities, but because of the expertise, knowledge, and background that Naha brings to the table, we're just so excited to expand 
our programs even further. And just, it's, it couldn't have been a better uh, partnership for us this year. So tell us about this Impact Studio. What is, what is that all about? Okay, well, so those of you who've been on the show, you've heard of accelerators, you've heard of incubators. In Impact Studio, it's kind of like a bite-sized version of that. So Impact Studio implies a creative project development instead of a full business, although we are, we are supporting with some business resources in this Impact Studio, um, simply designed to create a greater positive impact in Hawaii. Now, we have done Impact Studio before, but what's really special is we have our Kaya'ulu Ho'okipa cohort in partnership with Naha. Uh, we're piloting that this, this uh, season. Is there, is there something uh, specific that you, you are looking for with the applicants? Do they have to be in that intersection between, you know, indigenous, Native Hawaiian tradition as well as uh, technology? I mean, what's the, what's the sweet spot? So we, uh, as far as Travel to Change goes, we represented an innovation in the tourism industry. Um, founded in 2011, we really saw that tourism could actually have a positive impact. So for those who are interested in participating in our cohort, we're really looking for organizations who maybe they actually have an existing activity that they could use more hands to support or maybe could use some donation dollars to put toward expanding and growing their services. Um, For this particular sweet spot, we're working with organizations that have Hawaiian cultural preservation at the forefront, although it's not required to be Native Hawaiian to apply. I just want to put that out there. If you're doing anything Aina-based in your activities or you're sustainable, want to look to be more of a regenerative organization and have and host this kind of activity, we want to hear from you. And will the uh, connection between the Impact Studio and the, and the applicants uh, also, I guess, leverage the work that you're doing with Bringing you know, bringing tourists in and, and having them participate in any of those uh, sort of sort of early stage companies is is that sort of the kind of the concept here? Right. It's the the program itself is designed to be an on ramp to support and leverage um, building out these activities that can potentially go on to grow and, and become a pipeline into other potential impact uh, related accelerators and so forth. For the applicants who are admitted into the program, they get support um, up to $2,500 in kind to be able to bring their ideas to market. And then from there, they actually get to join our platform, which we will be amplifying our promotions coming into this Q4 season. And effectively, it becomes an income stream for their organization. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and what role does uh, the... uh um, Native Hawaiian Hospitality Association kind of play in this in this impact studio? Because of our unique design, we're, we're really about bringing people together in a positive way. The Native Hawaiian Hospitality Association has been a great partner in outreach and supporting the review of the applications that are coming in to mm-hmm. ensure that culture is being portrayed in an accurate and responsible manner. So it's really, they're bringing a lot of quality to the table um, to even enhance further what we're doing here, and then um, you know, together we can we can really kako this thing. Bert, I'm so excited about being able to really position Hawaii as the world's leader in regenerative tourism, and it starts with supporting our indigenous communities. That's great. So you have a deadline coming up. Uh, tell us about the deadline yeah, and, and how many how many do. spots are you trying to fill with the uh, Impact Studio? 
Well, we have a few spots left. Uh, last time I checked, um, we our goal is ten per major island area served. So we're we're across the Paiaina, supporting Hawaii Island, Kauai, uh, of course, Oahu, Maui, Nui, and it really, if you're a part of the Hawaiian Island chain, we want to hear from you. Our goal is up to forty. We can support for this first cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, that certainly we would want to uh, expand and grow it uh, as we do it, hopefully again next season. Well, tell us where we go to find this application. And what's the, what's the really deadline easy. again? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, tell us the go deadline. Okay, so the deadline's coming up. It's going to be next Tuesday, next Tuesday, uh, the 19th, okay. by 4 p.m. And the link is really simple. It's just traveltochange.org slash apply. And I want to put this out there, Bert. The application is designed to be really simple and straightforward. Uh, it's, it, those who have application fatigue, no worries. If your idea is solid, we want to hear from you. But it doesn't have to be perfect. That's part of the point of the workshop, right? So sounds we good. We encourage everyone to apply. Well, sounds good. I want I want to make sure that you keep me posted because I'd like to see what happens uh, on 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 demo day or whatever whatever your announcement of you know the results from. Uh, the 40 participants. I, I think that'd be pretty exciting. So anyway, well, Mandi, mahalo for joining us. Absolutely, Bert. Thanks for having us on and mahalo to our support from Hawaii Tourism Authority, Alaska Airlines, and other industry partners. Thanks for having us. Sounds good. And we'll take a short break and when we return, we'll be joined by Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator to talk about Cohort 10, the Policy Lab, and Earthshot Ventures. This is Bike Marks Cafe. Support for Bike Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I'm happy to welcome Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator. She's here to tell us about the latest on the Cohort 10, the Policy Lab, and the Earthshot Ventures. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. Hi, Bert. You know, Great to be back. Yeah, have I had have I had you on during the COVID period? Yes, I think once before when we just launched our five year strategy. That's right. That's right. So now you have cohort ten. So maybe we'll um, start with just telling us a little bit about you know Elemental and and kind of the the high level objectives of of Elemental Accelerator. Yeah, so we're a nonprofit organization that works at the nexus of social justice and innovation. And we do that through, um, or one of the ways that we do that is through deploying an accelerator model to work with entrepreneurs that work in um, the sectors that affect our lives the most and, you know, that play a really large role in climate change. So those sectors are energy, food and agriculture, water. Um, what we call circular economy, as well as transportation. And you have cohort 10 going on right now. How many companies are in cohort 10? Yeah, so we just launched cohort 10, um, or we're calling it cohort X. So you might see that around. Um, there are 19 companies, and we're really excited because I think this this group really gets at, um, you know, trying to redesign systems at the root of climate change. So, you know, we have everything from a company that's looking at um, upcycling waste to production grade materials that companies called EntCycle, um, 
to another company called WeCenter, which is recovering raw materials from electronics. So if you think of like batteries and all of our e-waste, you know, after it's lived its useful life, I always wonder where it goes. And yeah. I kind of hoard it because I'm afraid to throw it away. <laughs> uh, but these companies are tackling those types of issues. Now that's uh, that's the two companies. I I don't I don't want you to try to remember all nineteen <laughs> companies, but <laughs> uh, but you know you have a pretty impressive array of companies that do apply, and and having a cohort of nineteen that's a fair representation. And this is from all over the country, right? How do the how do they people people how do people hear about Elemental and and the Accelerator besides you know Don going out there and and. Uh, uh, banging the drum for, you know, <laughs> Elemental Accelerator. Yeah, well, it's actually not just U.S.-based companies. We actually have companies from all over the globe. And this year, we launched our new global track. So typically, we have three tracks that companies apply to us um, with. Um, the first is our strategy track, which is focused on um, helping coach companies through, you know, all the things kind of like Startup 101, so helping with customer discovery, um, operational scale-up, fundraising, uh, financing, all of those things. And then we have two project-based tracks. So we we support companies by deploying projects to basically prove out their technologies because seeing is believing, right? So a lot of times, you know, we are funding that first and second pilot um, for these companies. And after that, you know, then everybody gets excited about it because, like, there, there are proof points that are out there. Um, so the new track, the global track that we launched this year, opened up new geographies for us. So companies that applied to the global track wanted to either make some type of big product pivot or um, launch their their product or service into a new geography somewhere in the world. So that was really, really exciting for us to test out this year. How have how has Elemental scaled to be able to accommodate <clears throat> this whole geographic space? Because I know when you first started, you know, in in, in Hawaii, uh, it, it kind of focused around not only Hawaii companies, but but uh, you know, mainland mainland companies. But now since I guess Dawn is kind of spending most of her time in the Bay Area, right? And and I think offices have even been established in San Francisco. Uh, how has the, the scaling of Elemental uh, basically been achieved? Yeah, well, with the pandemic, Dawn is actually spending a lot of her time in Hawaii with her um, little daughter, Lily. That's, I think, one of the high points of, you know, uh, everything going on the past two years now. Um, but we do have offices in East Palo Alto mm-hmm. um, in the Bay Area. So about half of our team sits in our Hawaii office now and half of our team sits in our California office. And I think we've been able to scale, I mean, through a lot of partnerships, actually. So it's been kind of a natural um, and thoughtful scale up. And some of that is, you know, like our entrepreneurs and founders asking us to test out like new ideas, our partners, like asking us to expand our um, our reach and impact. So it's really been a community push um, with our scaling. And and some of the partners, they, they've been with you for the pretty much the entire span of, of uh, Elemental Accelerator's uh, uh, 
life lifespan, right? I mean, name some of the the partners that you folks have. Yeah, well, Hawaiian Electric Industries is one um, that has been with us uh, from pretty early on from when we started our partnerships program. Other local companies are Servco Pacific, American Savings Bank, Ulupono Initiative, Frost Family Foundation. Um, Kings Hawaiian came on as a partner um, just last year. So, you know, we have a really, I think, innovative and interesting group of partners here. But also, um, we just in addition to some of the other programs you mentioned, we just launched or rebranded our um, corporate partnerships team. Uh, so we're calling that Elemental Navigator now. And in the past year with the Elemental Navigator team, we've brought on folks like Amazon's Climate Pledge team as well as Ford as partners. So, you know, those are huge corporates that have um, impact globally and can really change, you know, uh, systems. Yeah, So yeah. we're really, really excited. Well, that's great. That uh, that's great. And uh, I, I'm sure we could probably spend a whole lot of time talking about uh, uh, all the partners and, and what they sort of bring to the table. You know, I, I do want to ask you a little bit about uh, uh, what you plan for the cohort. I mean, I know there used to be demo days and things like that, so I kind of wanted to get a sense as to what you want to, uh, do during this uh, accelerator period, and then I also want to get to the the policy lab and the Earthshot venture. So uh, we will take a short break, and then uh, <clears throat> want to hold that thought, and we'll take a short break and uh, continue our conversation with Tiffany Wynn, and we're talking about Elemental Accelerator and all the great things they're doing to accelerate sustainable tech. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator, and uh, we're talking about helping to scale companies who are committed to solving climate change and uh, sustainable tech now, of course, right before the break, uh, we were kind of quickly uh, going through some of the accelerators or the actual cohort. And and do you, uh, Tiffany, have a, a plan for a demo day for uh, these 19 companies? Yeah, you know, with the pandemic, it's definitely changed how we've introduced companies to um, the community. In the past, you know, we've brought people together in Hawaii um, and done kind of like a demo day, like you're saying. We mm-hmm. also would have an investor-focused event um, in the Bay Area. And we've moved all of that online, at least as far as I know. So usually those events take place um, around May. So just keep your eyes and ears open for that because I think depending how the world goes, we will kind of move along with it. But <laughs> there will definitely be opportunities to engage with um, this new cohort. And we also have things called Climate Tech Deep Dives. So if you sign up for our newsletters, you'll get um, invitations to those. And many times we'll bring on our actual um, portfolio companies as well as some of our partners to just talk about the latest and greatest um, that's going on. Our last one was all around green hydrogen, and that was really, really interesting. So, um, yeah, if, if folks are interested in engaging uh, signing up for our newsletter is definitely one of the best ways to just keep in touch with us. That sounds good. And tell us about this policy lab. That sounds kind of interesting because I, I, I think I might have talked to you about that before. And 
the whole idea was how do you how do you kind of impact on a on a on a wide broad um, systemic level and and that might be through policy. So how is that? How is the policy lab coming along? Yeah, it's really great. We have brought on five uh, what we're calling calling policy lab fellows now, and the idea of the policy lab is to help close that gap between technology and policy. So it's bringing entrepreneurs and policymakers um, to the table to really work together on some of these issues. So um, you might mention, you might recognize one of our fellows, Josh Dambro. Um, he's a senior policy director for the city and county of our the city council of Honolulu, um, but he was also, you know, the city's first um, chief resiliency officer. And you know, all of our fellows are working on really big systemic issues, and they all have really deep experience either as entrepreneurs or working in you know policy adjacent spaces. Um, so one of our other fellows, her name is Heather Tony, and she was actually the first African-American mayor, a female African-American mayor um, for Greenville, Mississippi. Wow. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a really mixed group. That's great. Um, but tackling huge, huge issues. So, yeah, it, it'll be really great to see um, what comes out of all of their work. And of course, uh, you know, it's another topic I could probably spend another, you know, <laughs> hour on. But I do want to also give you a chance to talk a little bit about the Earthshot uh, venture because that sounds interesting as well. And it's kind of a whole new branch off from uh, Elemental. Yeah, so Earthshot Ventures is um, something that's spun out of Elemental. It's a completely separate, you know, um, organization from us. It's a $60 million dollar. Um, fun to invest in climate technologies. And um, yeah, I think it's one of the biggest funds to come out of Hawaii. And the team is excited to be able to, you know, double down on some of the technologies that we've seen come through our doors in this last 10 years um, of looking at over 5,000 companies, you know, and investing alongside thousands of other investors. So I take it, I take it it's not an obligation for uh, Earthshot to, to invest in the companies coming out of cohort 10. No, absolutely <laughs> not. So we, they actually, um, yeah, they have a separate team there and they're just starting to announce um, some of their investments. So one of that one of those investments is Lilac Solutions, and they are in the um, energy storage space as well. Um, there are a couple of elemental companies that they've invested in, um, but actually one of those companies was separate from um, our cohort, and Earthshot actually found them first. Oh. So, and then they learned about elementals um, elementals program. Well, so, this yeah. is. Oh, all great stuff, uh, Tiffany, and, and I'm glad you gave us a quick <laughs> quick update, which I know we could spend a lot more time on. But if anybody wants to find out more information about all the things that, that's going on at Elemental, where can they go uh, to check it out? Yeah, ElementalAccelerator.com. And we're also hiring as well. So if anybody wants to um, work 
with the Policy Innovation Lab, we're still looking for fellows. And then also, um, I think there's a really, really cool opportunity to work directly with Dawn. She's looking for um, well, an Tiffany, executive assistant based much, <laughs> much mahalo, Tiffany. Tiffany is the Director of uh, External Affairs over at Elemental Accelerator. And of course, I want to thank her for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll find out more about the Blue Startups Demo Day. Of course, if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe, stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Mm-hmm.